Can you believe it's already March? The only good news about being in the third month of 2020 already is this is Women's History Month. And at Women, Wine and Leadership, we're featuring a long lineup of women making history in business and in life to inspire you and applaud the great work you're doing. Hold on to your hat. It's going to be a wild ride. Two loveliest sounds in the world are the sounds of a cork popping and the sound of a wine bottle pouring. <clears throat> when I met Tasha Beckman at the Dames, which is a, a national organization of women making six figures or more across the nation, it was easy to tell why Tasha has turned her real estate business into a million dollar prospect. She is the mama bear of her team and she runs her business on customer love. You're going to enjoy this interview, whether you're in the real estate industry or not, because it gives wisdom to how women run their lives, how successful women run their teams. And you're just going to like Tasha. So get your glass of wine and join us. Today's interview with Tasha Beckman is something I've been looking forward to. I hate to admit the first time the recording actually failed on me. So there must be something important that I didn't ask you the first time. Maybe. That everyone needs to know. So Tasha Beckman, we met at um, the Dames. Yep. And uh, connected in one of those small group connections. And I love your mama bear. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you're a mama bear with your team and you're a mama bear with your clients. Yep. And... Um, you're a, a boss of a bear in building a really successful real estate business. So I want you to explain who you are and how you came into real estate and how you came to be the mama bear. So I've been in real estate now for just shy of three years. And um, I was in corporate prior to that. And then originally I was an entrepreneur for 18 years. So it's a lot of moving parts in my history. Yeah. Um, I have a master's in change management. Like there's lots of things that I've done. Yeah. But I was at a neighborhood get-together, and I had a neighbor who was just chatting about what was going on in her world, and um, she mentioned to me that I might want to look at going into real estate, because I had been laid off. I was trying to figure out where do I belong, what's my next path look like, you know, I was almost 50 at the time, like, mm -hmm. okay, now what? What do I want to be when I grow up kind yeah. of story? 50 is a great age for reinvention. <laughs> Fantastic, right? <laughs> why, why not? Um, and my first initial response was, absolutely not. I'm not a salesperson, so I have no desire to be in the real estate world. Because I had that mindset that real estate was just sales, right? Yeah. And her response was, real estate is 5% sales, 95% service. And right away, that intrigued me because I wanted to know, like, hmm. how is it that my belief was so disconnected with what her belief living in that world looked like. Mm -hmm. um, and so I researched the industry. I really got clarity around, yes, it is a service-based business. And my entire career has been service-based at some level. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's what we do is we serve other people. And if right. we're not serving, then why are we here? Yeah. Right? Um, and so I, I looked at it. You know, I heard nightmare stories about if I go and take the class for getting the license, but then the test, you know, people 
take it four and five times and yeah. don't pass and oh my gosh. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, you know, I, I remember having a conversation with my husband to say, well, I'll take the class. It won't hurt me to have the education. Mm-hmm. Um, whether I pass the test or not, that's another day, another problem for another day. Right. So I took the class, then I took the test, and I passed the first time. And I and I called my husband. And I said, um, "Okay, apparently I'm going to be in real estate. So <laughs> I have to figure out what this looks like." Um, and because I was an entrepreneur before, I knew that building a business was important to me, mm-hmm. not just buying a job. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, I could do that anywhere. Right. I'd just go and get a job. Um, so I looked at what structure within the real estate industry allowed me to build a business kind of within the business. Right. So I interviewed a couple of companies, landed at Exit Realty because they really promote the idea of building your brand, becoming who you are for your clients yeah. with their structure behind you to support you. Right. It was important to me to not be in an environment where the broker's name preceded me in a conversation. Mm. So when I introduced myself as Tasha Beckman with whatever brokerage, I didn't want the thought process for the client to immediately go to who they've ever known that has worked for that same brokerage. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It's really about serving the client and so therefore it's about who I am from my deliverable yeah and then who the company is when the need arises right so it's more secondary for the brokerage name and I strongly believe that clients really don't care what name is behind you right they care about who you are and how you serve them right and whether or not you can remove the pain points Mm -hmm. so you know it was really very clear from the get-go that that was important to me. It's a value connect. Right. Me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm six one, so I have the stature of larger animals. And, um, <laughs> you know, I kind of have that mama bear personality to protect and go for the underdog and, you know, make sure that both sides of the equation are communicating at a level that we're removing the emotions to the best of our ability and dealing yeah. with data points. Um, it's not always possible and you know I'm human I get involved in those emotions sometimes too sure but to the best of my ability my job is to facilitate the conversation yeah on both sides of the equation yeah so you know really it's about protecting the interests and the finances that come into play right and that again speaks to that whole mama bear theme right Um, from a branding perspective it's really done well in communicating to someone who I am, how I handle things, and really I'm not a pushover at the end of the day. Right. So, you know, let's handle things professionally and not get overly energetic from the emotional perspective, Mm -hmm. and we can get anything done. Yeah. Right? And it may be that I have to deliver the bad news sometimes, but that's okay too because at least I'm delivering the message and not hiding the message. Right. And they know that you've gone to bat for them. Right. I know that there can be tough things that people need or tough financing situations. And right. What's the biggest hairy problem that you've had to solve for, for a customer? Oh, that's a, actually a very loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> because part of the challenge in this industry, part of the beauty and part of the challenge is that every single project is different Mm -hmm. you know a lot of real estate professionals refer to them as transactions I don't I see them as projects yeah because I need those 
experts and resources around me to come and solve the problem. Mm-hmm. And so it's project management and facilitation yeah. more than it is driving to the paperwork and just a single point in time, which is usually referred to as the closing day. Yeah. That's not the be-all, end-all of what this industry not the most is all about, thing, right? right? It, it goes way past closing day. Right. So I had um, a new homeowner, he first-time home buyer, he bought a house, and after the seller moved out and he moved in, um, the seller had moved all of their things out of the basement, and we discovered mold. Oh. And so had I been of the mindset that, well, my job's over at closing day, that new homeowner would have been kind of thinking that he was on his own sinking ship. Yeah. And that's not the case. So he came back to me and we plugged into resources that I have in the industry and Mm -hmm. we solved for it. And then the seller decided to play nice and came and handled the expenses of that. Good. um, And just maneuvering that. So, you know, that's a very difficult conversation to have with, especially a first time home buyer. Right. That has been in an apartment where there's always been a superintendent somebody call. to call like come fix this mm-hmm. and welcome to home ownership right there's something different all the time um fast forward to today uh-huh. and my team specializes in aging estate and probate nice. so there's enhanced empathy that comes into the conversations around that level of service right it's not just about buying and selling real estate It's about, do you need a counselor? Do you need an attorney? Do you need a CPA or financial services? Or have you had a conversation with a funeral home? We have those resource partnerships. You've created that connection for them. Wow. So for us, my team is the nucleus for that conversation. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have somewhere to go to just ask the questions, you don't know what questions you need to ask. Right. So we like to help guide the community in how to make it not so painful from a process perspective. Right. Because you're already dealing with the emotions of the situation. Absolutely. I love that you've already addressed the next question I wanted to ask, which is about thought leadership. You've positioned yourself as a real community resource. That's an amazing perspective to have going into building a business. Well, and I think that, you know, we all have to find our path. only you can do what you do yeah you know you're not the same as everyone else there's you know eight million people in the world but there's only one you right and you have to identify what your talents are and what your skill set is and how does that make you a better member of society yeah and we found commonalities on our team to be able to bring a smaller group together to problem solve to solve for that for our community specifically for is it for senior citizens really that you're Primarily. Primarily for, you know, the, the aging in place conversation. Mm-hmm. Can I stay in the home that I have? Do I need to sell what I'm currently in, go to a, a main level living, so a ranch style house? What mm-hmm. are my alternatives? Yeah. Um, making the decision today for long-term solution on housing avoids someone else making the decision for you when right. you no longer have control over those decisions. Yeah. Um, and as our population ages, we're more active. Yeah. You know, it, when I was a kid, 50 was old. I know. I'm, I'm so glad 50's not old. We have new, <laughs> we're climbing new 14er this year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, 
it, it's an important conversation to have yeah to give control to those who are living that reality absolutely right? and it's a it's a beautiful differentiation in a in a market where maybe five percent of the realtors actually close most of the deals I've heard. Is right. that it's about the, the right principle? It's the 80-20 rule. And yeah. It, that can be applied everywhere. Yeah, just about anywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, and when it comes to the aging conversation and the, you know, estate and the even into probate, so the court system, it's a probate process. Yeah. When someone has passed away and there's mm-hmm. property to handle, that's a probate process. Yeah. Um, 65% of the time there is real estate involved. However, that means 35% of the time there's not. And we're okay with that. Mm-hmm. If someone needs the resources that we have in our stable, then plug into us, contact us, let us help. It doesn't have to be about buying and selling real estate. Yeah, It's about serving and serving our community at a level that they can't get anywhere else because we haven't been able to identify that one nucleus of services. Yeah, And we want to be that for them because we're you know, trusted advisors, and we're really good at vetting out who not to work with, Yeah, which is almost as important as identifying who to hire. Too. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, which is the whole mom and bear thing. Well, and, and I love that. I have two questions surrounding that. One is um, I can imagine somebody who's building a business saying, well, I can't take the time to, to serve the community to that extent because I need to build a business. Yeah, Tasha has built a very successful business, seven figures, right? So uh, I love the fact that putting people first has put you in a position where you have a really thriving um, million dollar business. And that is something that the world needs to hear about when they think it's not a priority to put service first. Well, and you know, I'm not money motivated. Yeah. I'm really service driven. Yeah. So. I don't really care if the numbers say 10,000, 100,000, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. What matters to me is the number of people we can serve. Yeah. That's what's more important. I love that. Um, and I think in business, especially women in business, mm-hmm. we have a hard time identifying what's our value proposition. Mm-hmm. Like how do we establish our own value and what, in some minds, that's a dollar equation, Yeah. right? So how do we negotiate on our own behalf? And really the reality is if I can't negotiate on my own behalf, I can't negotiate on yours. Yeah. So I have to prove myself every single day in that arena against really well-versed gentlemen in the area that have honed their skills from childhood. And Mm -hmm. yet women are not taught necessarily that skill. Right. Um, So we have to put a value to ourselves before the rest of the world will put a value on us. It's true. Do you think that your ability to to bring a feminine aspect into the client relationship with greater uh, maybe um, empathy or understanding, uh, the ability to see past the transaction, do you think the, the... the soft skills that women bring to the workplace really are going to, in the long run, put us ahead. Absolutely, I don't think it can help but put us ahead. Yeah. Um, I mean, the reality is men have those sides too, right? We all have the same structure of emotions and ability. It's whether or not we bring that out and hone those skills. Yeah. 
that's where we're set apart. Yeah. And, you know, the more we can surround ourselves with supporting partners, whether that's on your personal side or your business side, right. it's really important to identify who can help build you up as much as support where you want to be. Right. Yeah, absolutely true. I love that vision that you have. You know, and I think that um, it also breeds loyalty on your team. You, you told me before that you're a mama bear for your team members too. For sure. What does that look like? Why are they more loyal to your company because of the way you lead? Um, well, I, I would imagine, I don't know the, the answer for sure, you would have to ask the team members, um, but I would imagine it's because I'm super direct. I don't, you know, there's no smokes and mirrors. Mm -hmm. So with me, it's ask me a question, although be careful what you ask because I will give you the answer. <laughs> um, there's no surprises, mm -hmm. right? So if we agree to take particular steps, then my team can rely that those steps are going to be taken. Yeah. Um, I'm here to champion them. I'm not here to solve the problems for them. Right. I'm not here to do the work for them. Right. And really, at the end of the day, we are independent agents working together to raise the bar of excellence when it comes to customer deliverables. Mm -hmm. So I don't take credit for their work. That's a very unique structure for a team in the real estate industry. Yeah. Um, for me, you know, in corporate, I hated when somebody took credit for my efforts. Yeah. So I will never take credit for somebody else's efforts. It's beautiful. So therefore, we are truly independent individuals working together to solve for the problems. So I think that helps to solidify the team position. Yeah. Because they know that they have autonomy and they can use the you know, the support of the Mama Bear team and the logo and the branding and all of that, or they don't have to. It's completely up to them. They are independent business owners of their own right. Yeah. And I'm here to champion them. So if they help me understand where they want to be and what their goals are, then I will do what I can to really support them and build them up and give them accountability and all of whatever it is that they need. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're all on equal footing. Yeah. You know, just because I'm a team lead doesn't put me any higher or whatever in the structure because of how we're formed. Right. And it does so give different. you extra responsibility, too. Yeah. <laughs> so with carrying that load as a team lead and yeah. running a very successful business, how do you manage Tasha? How do you keep your energy, mental clarity, emotional resilience high? So one thing that's really important to me is me time. Mm -hmm. I know when I've reached the brick wall. And my friends will tell you too, if you're at my house and I reach my wall, I, I'm out. They know, like, they know out. your wall too. <laughs> they do, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, you know, it's not good to, for me to go past my wall when it comes to I need my downtime. Yeah. Um, it's hard to schedule that, Yeah. but it's really easy to identify that. Mm. So I just have learned to listen to my inner critic and inner guide to say, you know, maybe it's time to take a walk or maybe it's time to go play golf or whatever it is. You can feel it rising, right? Completely. And you know that you just need to get away from the computer. Yeah. I have to pull myself away from time to time, but it's always good. Yeah. Yeah. There, are, I mean, there are times that, you know, you're under a time crunch and you just have to push through and get things done. But then I know when I have a day or two or five of those, yeah. I have to give myself permission to completely disconnect for a day. Right. And that's the beauty of being 
in the team structure that we have, that right. I can literally hand my business responsibilities off to a team member and know that that team member will deliver the same level of service to my clients as if I'm in the room. That's beautiful. Right? And so I have full release yeah. on the days that I need it. That's and a that's tremendous important. amount of trust. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. good. For sure. I love that. So when you can kick back and everybody has everything taken care of and you're going to open a bottle of wine, what do you drink? Oh, my favorite is Domaine Serene Yamhill Cuvée. Nice. It is a Pinot blend from the Willamette Valley in Oregon. Uh-huh. And it's just my, my go-to. I had a Willamette Pinot last night. Yeah. I <laughs> but I don't them. think it was Domaine Serene. I have to try that yeah. out. They have an Evanstad bottle as well. Uh-huh. I, it's not my, and it's actually pricier than the Yam Hill Cuvee. I don't know, there's something about it. It's just smooth and it's it's just my go-to. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Well, so we'll put the label up. I highly up. recommend it. Put the label up. <laughs> I have a wine palace where I promote everyone's favorite wine labels awesome. so that you can have a little shopping guide when you're at the liquor store. Fantastic. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you Appreciate for asking it. me. I'm very honored. Good, good. I hope you're enjoying the special lineup of amazing women on Women, Wine & Leadership this month. This week is all about women kicking glass in business, showing us how they're making history and inspiring us to action. If you want to take some action in your own life and you're in Denver, join us at the Women's Leadership for Life Neurosculpting class on March 7th. It's not a lot of money. For less than 50 bucks, you'll walk away with some strategies for training your brain to be the woman you want to give the world. Register at therebelbrain.com or go to the link in my show notes. I hope we see you there.